sins away. Oh, say much I'm glad. From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the greater Nashville, Tennessee area, we have our international headquarters and we welcome you here to our program today. This is Dr. Shelton Smith and this is Making a Difference. I trust that you've had a great weekend and we're looking forward to a week together now as we get together here five days every week right here at this time on this station and we will indeed look together at the Word of God and have some good things for you every single day. I want to remind you that we have a men's conference, the Sword of the Lord Men's Conference, coming November 12 and 13. That's just one month from now. Get on the Sword website, check it out. All of the details are there. In fact, I invite you to go to the Sword website anytime. Lots of things there of interest. Check us out there. You'll find things that'll be a help to you. Now, let's get right to our study today. We're looking at a series of things. For several days now, we've been talking about who we are and what we do. I'm not talking about me personally, per se. I'm talking about all of us who are saved, who are born again. And let me, since this is Monday, just do a little bit of rehearsal about where we've been. We learned from the Bible that the Lord has made us kings and priests. That's who we are, and that's something of what we do. We have a royal status with the Lord, Revelation chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. And also it tells us that he has made us priests so that we have access to God without going through any human being. The Lord Jesus is our mediator. Not only that, we learn from the Bible that we are ambassadors and we are witnesses. That is who we are. That is what we do. The Bible tells us 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20 and Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, ambassadors and witnesses. Then we learn from 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 that we are an holy nation, meaning like a nation within a nation, Christian people working in society, and that we are a peculiar people as well. It simply means the Lord bought us and we are his possession. Then we discovered from the Bible that we are servants and stewards. And now then we come to look at number nine in this series, and we're going to see where Jesus said that we are salt. That's who we are. That's what we do. Let's look at it in Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 13. Jesus himself says, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. You know, we look at this whole business of salt, and obviously we all are familiar with it because we have to have it in a lot of ways. The Lord tells us something here very special about his expectation of us. In our society, however, the word salty has come to mean something pretty different. Because when you say a person has salty language, that simply means that they're pretty coarse or crude in the things that they say. So it's a negative connotation when you use it like that. But when we use it in relation to a Christian and say that person is a salty person, they are a salty Christian, it is a positive connotation. It means we're doing something right. It means we're doing something beneficial. It means we are producing 
something that has an impact not just upon ourselves, but upon others as well. And this whole matter of being salty in the world's way, crude and rude, etc., it's not the Christian way. In fact, the Bible says about our speech, our conversation, Colossians chapter 4 and verse 6 says, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. So that's just telling me that our conversation ought to be clean. It ought to be such that it would be helpful to other people. We ought not to be doing the kinds of things that is ungraceful, but it ought to be gracious. It ought to be warm. It ought to be the kind of speech and conversation that does other people good. You know, sometimes we kind of flinch a little bit when somebody tells us or tells somebody else to shut their mouth. But, you know, really, in all honesty, we'll just be direct about it and say all of us need to learn how to kind of keep our mouth shut. We don't need to say certain things. We need to get certain words out of our vocabulary so that those don't just come out, but they instead need to be showing every single step of the way, every word we speak. In fact, the Bible says we'll be held accountable for every word we speak. So we need to be careful about this. But at the same time, we are, the Bible says here, Jesus says that we are to be the salt of the earth. Now, let me just walk through this just a little bit with you. Salt is a created thing. Uh, Whenever you find it in the earth, it is something that God has created. It's not something that is going to be produced on the assembly line somewhere, but it has been, in fact, created as a natural element, something that God has provided for us via his creation. So it's created. And you and I need to remember, just like we've been created as kings and created as priests, we are also created as salt, to be salt in the earth. Now, salt the natural element I'm talking about. Salt must be mined. It must be harvested. You've got to go dig it out of the earth if you're going to get it to the breakfast table. And so what we're looking at here is you and I have to go after folks and bring them to the Savior. Otherwise, they never become salt. We have to do the harvesting. We have to be zealous in our attempts to bring people out of that stage where they are not at all productive, but where they are doing something that is worthwhile. So salt has to be found, it has to be mined, and then it also has to be refined. That means it's got to be processed. Sometimes a person comes to Christ and they do have a bad vocabulary and they've got bad habits and they've got bad character and bad conduct, all of those things. Listen, the Lord saves people whoever they are, however far down in the trenches they have been, however deep in the pit they are, the Lord saves people. I mean, drunks and addicts and whatever else, the Lord knows how to get us from the guttermost to the uttermost. He is able to help every every single living, breathing human being and bring us to the Savior and do something with us. But in order for us to become the salt that he wants us to be in the earth, there is a refining process. We need to get our act cleaned up, so to speak. We need to let the Lord teach us, tutor us, and so show us how that we are to function in the world as a Christian. The reason for that is if we're going to be salt, that salt has a purpose. And salt serves several things, but let me just say here, it preserves for one thing. Whenever my wife and I were first married, I 
learned from going to the farm where she grew up and visiting with her parents. Her dad had a smokehouse where he salted down hams and shoulders and other products that he had raised on the farm. And every time it seemed like that I was there for a meal, he just felt compelled to go cut one of those country hams. And listen, uh, I know you don't need to eat a lot of that probably, but I'm telling you, that salted ham, it just was absolutely great. And it was out there in the smokehouse, not in uh, refrigerator refrigeration at all, but it was preserved because it had been salted and it was absolutely good. I mean, even after weeks and months. And that's the kind of thing that happens whenever we put the salt that the Lord provides to us and we become that salt for our society. It makes a difference. It means a lot in our world when the salt is there. Not only does salt preserve, but it also seasons. It provides a flavor that really is needed. I mean, sometimes you go to the table and if you forgot to salt the green beans or salt something else that's on the table, you know it because the seasoning is not there. We see that salt has a purpose and it is needed. It is an essential part of our life. We need salt. Our body demands a certain amount of salt in order for our life to continue. But just as salt has a purpose, it must also be applied. If it's still in the ground, it's not going to serve you. If it's still on the shelf, it's not going to serve you. If it's still in the shaker, it's not going to serve you. We've got to get it out of the shaker, off of the shelf, and out of the ground in order for it to amount to anything. And you and I have to realize we are the salt of the earth, and we have to get out there and do the bidding that the Lord has given us to do. Our society is breaking apart. It is breaking down. It is corrupting and decaying. And literally, it cannot survive on its own if we do not have the salting influence that Christians bring, if we do not have the salty presence that we ought to have in our world, then that is going to mean that our society is going to break down very rapidly. And frankly, right here in America, we have a lot of breakdown going on these days, and it has been escalating very rapidly over the last couple of decades. A lot of our churches have just gone to sleep. A lot of Christians have just backed off, backed away. They are not making an impact on society. They're living their own life, doing their own thing, going their own direction. And literally, so many, many Christians these days have just said, it really doesn't matter what I do or how I go about life. They just have determined that they're going to do their own thing. And I'm telling you, it is absolutely having a chaotic effect on our society. The breakdown is directly attributable to so many, many, many of our churches that have softened up on who they are. They've decided to let the culture tell them who they ought to be, rather than the churches standing up, crying aloud, sparing not, telling the truth about the things of the gospel, and all of the counsel of God that we find in the Bible. We need to be preaching on creation. We need to be exposing evolution. We need to be teaching the great prophetic truths of the Old Testament and seeing those fulfilled in the New Testament and beyond. We need to be preaching the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. We need to be preaching the virgin birth of Christ and telling all of the story about how Christ came to earth and why he came and making the difference that we can make by telling the truth 
truth about the gospel and what an impact it can make upon the lives of people. This would be us being salt in the earth if we simply preach the truths of the Bible, if we simply tell the truth and let it go forth and let it speak to people wherever that they are. You say, but people do not respond to that. They may not respond to it, but we have the responsibility before God to tell the truth and give it out nonetheless. All of the things that we find in the epistles, whenever we read the great doctrinal truths, people need to know what those truths are. Too often, way too often these days, we have people just making up things. We have people just inventing things that they want to do religiously and assuming that it will be okay. The fact is, God has already laid down the game plan. He's already given us the game plan and made it known to us what He wants us to do. And you and I are to be salt in this earth. Do you remember that event in Genesis where God went looking for some righteous men in Sodom? And he kept lowering the number and lowering the number and lowering the number and could not even find 10 righteous men in Sodom. And he destroyed that city. You say, why did he destroy the city? Was it because of the great wickedness? Well, the wickedness was involved, but the destruction came for the lack of salt. The destruction came because there were not enough people there doing the bidding of God. And I think that's part of the reason why America is still standing, because we have a sufficient amount of salt that God has not let the hammer of judgment fall totally on us yet. And that is so important for us to see, dear friend. We are salt, and as long as we are the salty influence that we ought to be, it means that our nation will be seasoned, our nation will be preserved, and we need to just remember that Jesus has entrusted us with the responsibility of being salt in the earth. That's why he told us, ye are the salt of the earth. You and I have the capability to do that, and that means we have the capability of making a difference in our society in our world in 2021. I trust that you'll just remember you are salt today, and that's who we are, and that's a part of what we do. Well, it's a joy to have been with you today, and I thank you for joining me, and I trust that you'll be here with me again tomorrow as we look at some additional things the Bible tells us on this important subject of who we are and what we do. Remember, I love to hear from you. I look forward to emails. I look forward to regular mail. So write me a note, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day, and goodbye for now. Music.